Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Hope you're all well. This week we are talking about that very easy, relaxed topic of forgiveness. <laughs> Please don't turn off. Stick with us. We hope it won't be too heavy. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hand over to Hannah and see what she wants to kick us off with today. Yeah, great. Thank you. <laughs> I guess it makes sense to do this one following talking about disagreement and conflict as well. I know we mentioned in that yeah. podcast, didn't we, a few yeah. times, um, figuring out where you need to forgive other people or maybe what we'll get on to, which I personally find harder, is forgiving yourself um, as mm. well. But I guess before, maybe before we talk about it and, uh, like, you know, lessons learned, what we found um, easy or hard, maybe it's worth just sort of talking a little bit about what it actually is like what when we're saying like like what actually is the definition of forgiveness I'm actually just asking that because I'm wondering as well I haven't even got it on my phone like if you looked up a dictionary definition of forgiveness what would it say it is you looking it up now really quickly (laughs) you can type quicker than me we probably should have done that before we started this um before we started this <laughs> podcast well it's just coming this is how people this people can tell how authentic it is can't they yeah, I know, because I know. we're doing it as, yeah. as they're listening so go on have you got it up yeah so it says that it's generally defined as a conscious deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. No, that's good. Which I think is quite an interesting, that's not like a biblical definition, but that's just, you know, I think that's quite interesting, actually, like, especially the bit of like, whether they actually deserve your forgiveness, but it's like a conscious, deliberate decision, which yeah, I would agree, I would definitely agree with. So it's about you've been wronged or there has been a wrong, there's been an injustice or like something horrible. Um, mm. And whether whether the person who did it knows or not or apologises or not or cares or not, we're yeah. talking about something that you can choose to do for yourself that is going to bring release and freedom and peace that releases you from that horrible situation you find yourself in. I actually, one of the um, examples I've always found this so like memorable um, was John, my husband talking about how in life you just cannot control what happens to you. Can you, um, for your best, all your best efforts, you cannot control it and you can't control what happens to people you love and care about. um, And horrible things happen in life. And so he he talked about it's a bit of a gruesome image, but I think that's maybe why it stayed with me too, is that it's like in life, you might just be wandering along and someone um, someone stabs you. And I'm not just talking about like physically that happens to you, but something difficult happens to you or horrible happens to you that feels like a stab. And so you can choose, you can't do anything about the fact that that has happened to you and it's horrible and wrong but it's happened. And so forgiveness is sort of choosing to take the knife out 
and allowing mm. the wound to heal. Um, and you probably will always have a scar from it. There'll be a mark maybe from what has happened. It, it Maybe will it direct your life, but taking it out, letting it heal, you're free of it. Whereas mm. I think what we can do in life is that knife's gone in. You're really angry that that's happened and you're really angry that that's gone in. And so you leave it there so that other people can see that that's gone in. And maybe occasionally, yeah. like, if you just want to kind of remember how angry you are or hurt you are about it, you give it a little flick so that you can feel the pain again. And so yeah. it just stays there and it it maybe gets infected or, like, you know, it, anyway, the imagery is a bit grotesque, isn't it? But I think it really makes the point that forgiveness yeah. is just, like, well... It, non-forgiveness unforgiveness is a bit like spiritual self-harm isn't it you're not hurting the person or the thing or whatever that has done it to you you're just hurting yourself and it it basically Mm. I do feel I can think of like conversations I've had with people and some things are just horrendous aren't they that can happen to people in life and so unjust so deeply unjust it feels to people like they're saying it didn't matter or like they're letting the person who did it off the hook mm. um, if they forgive. But yeah, it is, it's a gift to yourself to forgive, isn't it? It's taking it out yeah. and letting the healing process start. I feel like I've gone off on a bit yeah. of one there trying to define it, but what would you sort of... <laughs> say about that joy or like add to it or what have you found any helpful descriptions of forgiveness to get your head around what it is well I agree with you in that dealing with unforgiveness does cut you off from that situation or that person or whatever has happened I think the reason why we don't want to do it we find it hard to do it is because we feel like what we're actually saying is that was acceptable, what happened yeah. to me, which yeah. is absolutely not what forgiveness is at all. Forgiveness isn't. We're accepting that that was fine. Yeah. Um, we're going along with it, that, um, that it was okay, that we can just move past it and everything will be all right. It's not saying any of that. Yeah. What it's actually doing is cutting you off from that toxic situation situation Mm. Um, I remember someone saying that unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die yeah that's the sort of thing I was I mean I've heard loads of things I've heard that one as well and yeah I think that's really helpful isn't it say it again yeah it's like drinking unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die yeah and I think we it's such a weird one uh forgiveness and in the sense of we we know we want to do it but on the other side of it like you said, sometimes we hang on to that hurt and it's mm. totally counterintuitive, but we almost want to keep revisiting it mm. or want to keep yeah. going over it in our minds yeah. and our hearts, even when we know that it's incredibly damaging yeah. and incredibly hurtful. But almost sometimes we feel that letting it go makes us more vulnerable mm. than holding on to it. I don't know. It's a it's a really strange thing. And I feel like I want to say right at the start, I mean, this is the not so perfect Christian podcast, but like 
that I really struggle with this. Mm. Um, so I'm definitely not on this podcast going, this is something that I have together because it's not. Mm. And I am in the process of working through forgiveness in my own life. I really want to just be clear about that. Yeah. And yeah. that I also personally think this is the hardest thing from my point of view. This is the hardest thing that Jesus asked us to do. Yeah. Because it is so, it's absolutely important and he asked us to do it. But I think it goes against what we feel naturally and what we naturally want to do yeah and again I think that's because it's interesting what it brings out isn't it though because I think um and I've got particular scenario in mind of where you know sort of talking about forgiving moving on drawing the line and it I could just remember the conversations of like it feels like you are letting someone off the hook who has done something yeah. horrendous and by not constantly like revisiting it in conversation here yeah. like moving on from it it's like you're sort of saying it wasn't that bad and I think that's quite revealing though of what we're like as people isn't it of like we like to mm. make that judgment of other people yeah. we like to kind of well and it is it is important to judge things as being like that was okay that was not okay that's an important mm. thing that we all learn to do and grow in wisdom around isn't it but that judging of yeah. a person that person is so horrendous I would never do that and they've done that and yeah. I don't want to let it go I want to speak about it and want to tell other people about it because that feels like it's been so bad it feels like it should be shared and discussed and or maybe other people don't talk about it at all um mm. yeah I think I think it just bring it brings out so much in us doesn't it of of wanting to judge other people, of wanting to kind of um, call things wrong, but we wouldn't necessarily do that to ourselves. But I'm getting yeah. a bit ahead of myself in my thinking because I was thinking another starting point. So we're trying to define like what it is, but I think another starting point is to think about what has God done for us? Because when you think of verses like freely you have received, so freely give, we've been like mm. freely forgiven in Jesus so he asks us to freely forgive and I think that is and I'm saying this as someone who also finds it difficult and a challenge and not easy but um when you think about it in terms of like he has he he died for me he poured out his own blood for me went through an agonizing death for me in order to offer me forgiveness for everything that I've done yeah. wrong. If I then can't forgive myself or another person, it's <laughs> it's just so hypocritical, isn't it? Because you're like, I've got no. If I can't do that, really, have I got no idea of what God's forgiven me of? Because if I had an yeah. idea of the huge, vast array of things that He has forgiven me for, how could I hold anything against anyone else? even if it feels really big and awful. And you're thinking of people like Corey Ten Boom, who's in a concentration camp and forgiving people who yeah. are like beating them then and there. And that's just such a horrendous, horrendous situation. But even in that situation, being like God has forgiven me of so much more, can't like, and I, I, I love that bit in her book. That What I love about it is I don't think any of us I don't think this is anything that we nail once and then we're done with in life. I think it's something yeah. we as 
Christians, as people will revisit, 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 need to do again, need to do again, even in the same area or same relationship where we think we've done it. I think it would just constantly raise its head that, oh, there's more forgiveness needed, more forgiveness needed. And so Corey Ten Boom, I love that bit where she talks about in the years that follow where she was speaking and in the audience, she saw the guard that killed her sister. You remember this yeah. bit? And um, mm. she was speaking on forgiveness as they sat in the crowd and she just felt the huge challenge of her own heart of, I can't tell other people to do this thing if I can't do it myself for this guard who yeah. sat before me, who killed my sister. And so she forgave them and, and spoke to them afterwards, didn't she? And that, that's, in fact, that whole mm. book, if you've not read... Corey Ten Boom, The Hiding Place, got to read it. That's just one of those books you've got to read. Um, yeah. But that's quite breathtaking forgiveness, isn't it? Um, mm. I've rambled off yeah. on one there. <laughs> well, no, I was, I was thinking that obviously bringing it back to Jesus is where we have to always bring all of this stuff back to because yeah. he doesn't, just like with the worry, when he tells us not to worry, yeah. he doesn't ever tell us, to do something if he knows that we can't do it. Yeah. So that's the first thing is that when he's saying, you know, you need to forgive other people as you have been forgiven. Yeah. And he he teaches that parable, doesn't he, of the unmerciful servant who's been forgiven much by his master. Yeah. But then he goes off yeah. to another fellow servant to try and get a debt back that yeah. he's owed that is barely anything in comparison. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's Jesus saying, you know, you have been forgiven much, so you need to go and forgive others. Yeah. And there's something really um, strong in that. And, and like we pray in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our sins as we forgive yeah. those yeah. who sin against us. You know, there's a, it's really strong and it's really directive. Yeah. And the Bible is really strong in it. And it's also, I think, coming back to Jesus, is it something that he modelled? You know, if he can, when he's being crucified on a cross mm. by the very people that he came to save, who are spitting at him and mocking him, and he can say, forgive them because mm. they don't know what they're doing, mm. to Father God, you know, I think he models it to us. Mm. And if he can do that... Mm. Then we can do it. And and I'm not saying that glibly because there may be lots of people listening who are like, but you don't know this situation yeah. and you don't know that situation. Yeah. And that's true. I don't. And I know I've got situations in my own life where I'm like, I know I need to forgive. But that's why for me, like you were saying, it has to come back to knowing how much Jesus has forgiven me because I know for an absolute fact in my own life that my heart is the hardest and the less willing mm. to forgive the less time I've been spending with Jesus. Because yeah. when, my, when I spend time with Jesus and he softens my heart and he speaks to me about what he's done for me, within that whole narrative is I have been forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. And so then when you're bringing a situation to him where you need to, uh, you need to forgive, you're doing it with the backdrop of, I really know how much I've been being forgiven by you, Jesus. That doesn't take away the pain of having to forgive someone else, but it does underpin the fact that I have been forgiven myself by, uh, by a God who knows all the stuff, horrendous stuff I've ever done and all the stuff I'm ever going to do. Mm. So there's, it gives you 
I find for me, it gives me faith within that to go, okay, if he can do that with me and his Holy Spirit is living inside me, who's going to lead me into place of, you know, um, being like Jesus, mm. then I just need to ask for his help to do that. Mm. And so I, I, th- I think that is really key for me because if I'm not spending time with Jesus and I've forgotten what he's done for me, then I can easily find myself thinking, God, there's no way I can forgive them. How they've just behaved has been absolutely appalling mm. and start to think that actually I'm okay. Mm. Yeah. And if, I think if I get into that, then I find forgiveness feels impossible to me. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's not saying that things weren't wrong, like, but it's no. just saying that like I've received something so wonderful in the forgiveness of Jesus that I can let it go I can like Mm. I think it's important like people that I know as well who've forgiven things much bigger than I have ever had to forgive um in their lives I've got one particular friend in mind I find her forgiveness breathtaking to be honest like I don't I find her quite remarkable and I find that interesting that Sometimes I feel in my conversations with people, almost people who've had to forgive bigger things are maybe better at it than people who've yeah. had to forgive lesser things. I, I don't think yeah, that's interesting. formulaic true for life. I think people can also get very bitter and angry, but I find her forgiveness breathtaking. I've totally forgotten what I was going to say about that now as well. I've just started thinking how amazing it is that she's forgiven all those things. I've totally forgotten what I was going to say. Well, don't worry. I mean, I was going to say on it as well is that what we also don't want to make it seem, and I I don't think we are saying this, is that we definitely don't want to diminish what that situation was or how it made us feel. So I think that, um, yes, we're recognising that we have been forgiven by Jesus, but I also don't think that makes us go, oh, so therefore we'll just write this off. Um, I think that what forgiveness is and the reason why we find it so difficult to do it is because I think when we're truly doing it, we are we are remembering that whole situation and recalling like before I find the way I do it before God is recalling the situation all the emotions that came up from it, which are often really complicated and strong emotions that we don't really like to deal with, like hurt, betrayal, resentment, anger, sadness, all of those really complicated ones. Um, And I think it's recalling how you felt, what the situation was before God and saying, I felt all of this stuff. And I need you to come into it with me. Um, and yeah. I remember I was listening to one person and she said, she was talking about forgiveness and she was saying that it's also asking God to show you where he was in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. That we can very easily sit there and think, oh God, you just didn't care. That person just did that. Or you were just sitting in heaven and you you didn't know what was happening. And actually... Even though we know that's not true, we can sometimes feel that we were on our own in it. And she was talking about a situation where someone had really hurt her and she, um, and it devastated her. And she had said to God, God, I really just need you to sort of show me where you were at when that happened. And he just like gave her an image of that, almost like a still in her mind of that situation that she was remembering. And that he was standing right next to her with his Mm. arm around her. 
And actually that really helped her to feel like he was in it with her, that he wasn't far removed from it. Mm. Like I can think of a a particular situation in my life that was absolutely devastating and I'm still trying to work through. And I remember saying to God, God, where were you at when that situation happened? And I felt like him say to me, I was there holding your hand and I could almost see him like with a, a pained expression on his face. Like I, he felt it as I felt it. He wasn't far removed like, oh, Joy, you've got to deal with this. But he was yeah. actually holding my hand, feeling what I was feeling, which, which you know, he did on the cross. He took all of that stuff that we feel, all yeah. of that pain and suffering. But... But actually, that was really profound for me because it just made me feel less alone. It made me feel like he was in it with me. And if he knows it and he knows how I feel about it better than I do, then actually when I'm coming to him and I'm saying, God, I need you to work this through with me, he totally understands my thoughts and my feelings about that situation or about that person better than I do. Um, And that's just really helpful because, as I say, sometimes you can just think I've got to just do this on my own and I've got all of these emotions. I don't even know how to process it. Where do I even begin? And for me, knowing that God knows it from start to finish and he knows the whole situation. He also knows what was going on in the person that caused that uh, problem. Yeah. Yeah, he knows their story. Yeah. Yeah, I think as well. So knowing that he's there with you and knowing that he's in it with you is crucial and then also I think from conversations that I've had and times like praying through things with people when there's like serious abuse or like really horrendous things that people have gone through yeah that but to know and it feels like the perpetrator has got away with it yeah and because maybe on earth there hasn't been justice or even if even if there has been like earthly justice can't yeah it's it's still I don't know it's just it doesn't feel enough it doesn't feel enough yeah yeah so knowing um like you saying Jesus with you is just so important but then also knowing nothing will be got away with yeah like Jesus says in the bible that he will judge all things like at the end of time he will judge all things and he will name them out call them out for what they were and he is the righteous just judge as well so his decree on things is accurate and fair and true um so no one is going to get away for any with anything so I think on the one hand that's hugely like comforting because even if you don't see justice on this earth you will see there will be justice but then that in the same breath is just terrifying because that relates to me that relates to to you that relates to all of us like everything will be judged and praise god i sit under his forgiveness um because otherwise who could stand before him none of us could stand before him but because of his forgiveness i won't have to face the consequences of what he will rightly say, Hannah, that was unjust and wrong in your life. But yeah, I think that does help people to know it's, it's not just got away with, it's not just forgotten in history, there'll be no... And even even knowing as well then, like things like Hitler and the Holocaust, those things aren't just gotten away with or gone. Yeah. Like, 
God is going to judge those um, yeah. historic events at the end yeah. of the world. No one's going to get away with anything. No. The, well, unless they have been paid for by the blood of Jesus, in which case, fine, Father, if you want to say I'm clothed in his righteousness and it wasn't me, I'm not going to argue with you. Thank you so much yeah. for your forgiveness over my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think there's comfort for people in that as well as then quite a sobering reminder of where you stand as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And also you are, forgiveness takes a lot of trust. If you're doing it as a Christian, you're putting your trust in God as judge and you're putting your trust in what you've just said of that. He says, vengeance is mine, that he will deal with it, that he brings justice and that you are not to do it. Yeah. And that, is putting trust in what the Bible says because everything in you when you've been hurt or harmed is to want to get back, is to want to try and hurt the person, is it? Like, it feels like that's a natural instinct. And often, depending on how strongly you feel something's been done to you, Mm. invokes an even stronger response of retaliation, doesn't it? And that's why Mm. forgiveness Mm. feels so difficult because it, it feels like it goes so much against our natural inclination to like tit for tat Mm. and and also yeah to have to work through all those emotions particularly like anger at what's been done you're like where where do you put that where do you put all that anger that's just coursing around your body when someone does something and you naturally want to like how where do you go to with that yeah Um, yeah. and you know when you've got real hurt and resentment and all of that and it as I say it just feels like sometimes particularly if you see the person regularly or you're in a similar situation it just feels like it's sort of coursing through your body um and I mean, I'll be honest, I I don't know how I'd do it if it wasn't for Jesus, because actually yeah. for me, like taking all of that ugliness of my feeling to him and sort of dumping it on him and going, I just don't even know where to begin, Jesus. I yeah. feel totally overwhelmed by all of these feelings. And I'm not even sure at this moment in time whether I actually want to forgive them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and just bringing all of that to him and just being like, but. I know deep down that you've forgiven me and I know that you want me to forgive, but I need you to sort of sort your way through what feels like this horrible load of stuff that I've just put on you. Yeah. Because I, I want to follow you and I want to do your will, but it, but it, there's pain within that. And I think it's, yeah. again, it's not diminishing it. It's bringing all of that stuff to him to work through. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like this conversation is naturally working its way towards how do you forgive? But I feel it's worth just saying a little bit more before we get there, unless you've got something else you want to throw in as well, Joy, of the the why. So, Mm. you know, we've talked about because Jesus has done it for us. um, How can we not do it for others? But then also like. I think we've touched upon it as well, like the benefits of it, I think is the why as well, isn't it? Like it means that you are choosing not to be, not to have your future or your life defined by the worst thing that happened to you. You're choosing to kind of draw a line, move forward, have a hope and a future, not let your past hold you back from things that are ahead of you you're choosing to kind of take that knife out of the wound and let healing come 
Um, mm. You're choosing to take that poison out of your body. You're choosing to take control back, actually, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. You're choosing to take control of, like, how you feel, how what how things are going to go for you. Like, you're not going to be this thing is not going to become a stumbling block in your life. Like, mm. regard, even if you don't know Jesus, I think you can see yeah. the benefits of why forgiveness works yeah. just from sort of looking around you and from stories of people who have chosen to forgive and move on with their life and be healed and free and more peaceful. Let go of bitterness, let go of anger, let go of hate. Not that we're saying that's easy at all. I think both of us will be very clear on that. We're not saying yeah. this is an easy thing, but we are saying that the positive benefits of it are so worth the effort yeah. that it takes, aren't we? I think yeah. before we move into the how, like, yeah, definitely. It's, it's yeah. just so good for the soul. It's so good for your emotions. It's so good for your mental health. It's so good for your entire well-being to learn how to forgive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And because I also, and we talked about this a bit with the conflict uh, podcast, that that if you don't, again, it just feels like you, you're a bit of a ticking time bomb because yeah. if you happen to end up in a similar situation to something that you've been in before and you haven't worked it through, it feels mm. like it's so much easier to sort of explode or to like act disproportionately in that mm. situation. Mm. And, and I think also because, and we don't often realize this or see this ourselves, but I think you can see in other people almost that they're carrying around that baggage from yeah. different relationships or thing, different uh, like breakdown of certain relationships or situations. And you don't always realize that you're carrying it. Um, yeah. and, but actually then you bring it into every situation. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every relationship, yeah. every, yeah. every friendship. Your decision making. Yeah. I mean, and particularly then if it's a, like, if it's a cycle that keeps happening, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you keep yeah. getting hurt, say so you keep having sort of close friendships and the person keeps hurting you or betraying you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just, you know, when that cycle keeps happening, it, feels even more like you're more likely to sort of shut yourself off and just go I, I can't have this anymore yeah it was a bit self-fulfilling doesn't it as yeah well, then, if kind yeah of like you're, you're expecting bad things and bad things happen and it just feels like there's a certain like like you're saying cycle to it or like snowball effect to it yeah it's just getting harder and worse yeah sometimes yeah so like thinking about how then like how do you forgive <laughs> mm. yeah that that's I think it's quite an active process it is to it, it is there? absolutely I feel like it's a million dollar question so again I think we're both saying we're we're learning this um yeah so yeah. there's and um, so I think it's an active process only you can do it like no one can do it for you also it yeah, is a repetitive yeah. one isn't it it's like keep yeah. on forgiving yeah, you know I yeah. for me in my life I don't think I've ever had a situation where as a one-off I've just forgiven them I might have in the moment gone I think I forgive them God and then and then the next day or another situation comes up and that 
pang of pain comes back again and you're like oh no I feel it all over again um, <laughs> yeah yeah and you yeah. know and um, I don't know maybe people listening are like yeah I know what that's like but and and then you think oh I don't know if I can forgive them again oh but um but yeah for me it's it's a repetitive process and yeah. it's keeping on forgiving and when I was thinking this through for me the the most helpful yardstick I find for whether I've forgiven a person is to whether I can pray blessing over them. Yeah, yeah. And that is a really tough one. And I, and so sometimes I look at people that I've had situations with and I sort of imagine, could I, could I pray for them right now? And Mm. I've, I've had situations in the past where I've thought I've worked it through And then I've looked at them and I thought, could I pray blessing? And something just catches in my heart where I just think, no, I could just can't pray blessing. And then, you know, I remember reading a story from someone who had done a similar thing and he sort of felt God was saying to him, I want you to to pray a blessing over this person that you've had this Mm. problem with. And so he, Mm. you know, he resisted it, but he felt God kept saying to him. So he, you know, and it was in a church service. No one else knew what was going on, but he was (laughs) sitting there having this conversation with God about this person in front of him. And, you know, and he started off with, oh God, just, just, you know, a very sort of (laughs) meager prayer. Um, And, and, you know, just as much as he could get away with in the hope that he could then stop. Yeah. And God was like, yeah. no, I want you to keep going. And so, oh, here we go again. So so he prayed a bit more and gradually he just kept praying. And as he started to do it, felt like God just really equipped him to pray for this person. Before he knew it, he'd spent most of the service just praying blessing oh. over this person. And he said, yeah. and after I did that for like a really long time, Mm. I was able to walk away and I felt like I dealt with it in my soul and my spirit. Mm, So, so for me, I think it's, I guess this is not necessarily a how to do it, but as in a, how I almost test whether I've done it or not is looking at people and going right now, could I pray that God abundantly blesses that he gives them, you know, he shows them his love. He shows them everything they need. You know, can I do that? And if I can't, then I obviously haven't completely worked this through in my that life. Really. So I need to keep going with it until I can really stand there and go, I want them to have everything that you have for them, Jesus. I want them to know your love. I want them to know your blessing. All of the rest, of it, like really abundantly, like really praying for yeah. them. Like I, not not like I would a friend, but just really calling down blessings from heaven over them. Yeah. And if I can't do that, then I I need to sort of go. Doesn't mean that I'm not anywhere on the process, but it means I need to go back to to God and say, I need more help with this because I'm really struggling to do this with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would definitely sort of say that as well as a good tester. Um, But I think what I would probably want to say about forgiveness is that I don't, I feel in my like imperfect, limited life experience, not at all suggesting that I've got this right. Um, but I feel with forgiveness that it starts with an active choice. Yeah, like, I agree. Um, so I, identifying where it's needing and that's that maybe we'll talk about that another time because that's a really big, how do you do that? How do you identify? Where, well, like you've just said, there's a little tester there, isn't it? Can you pray blessing on them? But yeah, I think what I feel sometimes is that we can wait until we feel it um, before we go and act on it yeah. or before we kind of pray for that person or before we do something nice for that person whereas actually I feel that the starting point is often like a 
a decision and a choice, I'm going to forgive that person. I don't feel like I want to. Yeah. I don't feel like I like them. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I still feel quite cross, yeah. if I'm honest. <laughs> but yeah. I choose to forgive that person, Jesus, because you've forgiven me. I don't want to hold on to bitterness. And and you tell so and and then you tell him, don't you? So I think that's also yeah. part of the process. You decide it for yourself. You have the conversation with Jesus. You tell him, and then you like. I I find so I find what you were saying like kind of pray blessing over them I find that really good to do then and I also find it I I guess I'm quite a pragmatic person I find it quite a helpful thing of like right well I'm gonna try and do something nice for them um Mm. because otherwise it feels like it's all theory it's all in my head yes I've forgiven them whatever but I'm gonna physically go and do something nice within the realms of what feels manageable for where I'm at emotionally um but yeah, and then I think, I do think it is the sort of thing where your emotions follow mm. a decision that you've made. And then, you know, you think, you think you've think you done it, mm. right? <laughs> yeah. Then maybe you see the person the next week and you're annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> just instantly. Yeah. Across. Um, and you realise, I need to do this again. Mm. And then maybe see them the next week and you realise you need to do it again. And I don't think that's because... You didn't mean it. I think it's because there's layers. Yeah, I agree. We're a complex being, isn't yeah. it? And, and I think maybe we think of something we need to forget. And then there's another thing that comes to and yeah. another thing. that. So like you were saying, it's an active process. It's an ongoing process um, as well. And I do think just connected to it as well I do think it's quite important to stress that forgiving someone does not necessarily mean that you then trust them yeah I agree um, I don't think that's wise like I think sometimes and not in an unkindness like someone someone's done something horrendously awful to someone you can choose to forgive them and you're choosing to move on and let it go but yeah. you wouldn't necessarily trust them again yeah. in another yeah. and lay yourself open to yeah. the hurt um likewise I don't think that's an excuse to kind of back away know, take risks in the relationship yeah yeah but um yeah that is important, and I think you do it? need to let sorry I was just gonna say do you think you need to let um things heal a bit in a relationship sometimes as well and it go at the pace that you're happy with not in a letting yourself off the hook thing but sometimes if things are really raw you do have to kind of pace it a bit don't you and it's yeah. little steps what were you yeah. gonna say well I was just gonna say that again I think that's another reason why we sometimes struggle to do it or hesitate to do it is because we feel like forgiveness is saying now you can go and put yourself back in that same situation yeah um yeah. and no it doesn't mean that at all so yeah, if, if a particular yeah. person has hurt you yeah you don't need to show that you've forgiven them by putting yourself right back in that place of maybe yeah. sort of like if it's a friend like intimacy with that friend sharing in the yeah. same way you did before you don't need yeah. to do that as a way of showing oh I've forgiven them yeah so yeah but again like you were saying it doesn't mean that you also totally back away and you don't ever go anywhere near them so I think as with all of this stuff doesn't it it just feels like it needs so much wisdom and so much leading from God on it again and he knows he knows our hearts within it I know there have been times in my life where I I can feel my heart is just really really hard um because it sort of feels like it's been wounded and so I've encased it in something that won't get it 
let it get hurt again. Yeah. And that feels really difficult because I want the Holy Spirit and Jesus to be able to do what he wants to do in my life. And for that, I need a soft heart. Um, mm. I really need that. And so for me, I think more than anything, that's the thing that prompts me to want to work on this is because I'm mm. like, I, I don't want to quench anything that what God wants to do in and through me. Mm. But I'm also not saying that that, that that is ridiculously easy because it feels, as I said, it feels like the hardest thing that Jesus asked me to do is to forgive. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's it, it is asking for his help with it. And I know recently for me another situation I had where I just came before God with something and just said, you know, God, I just I want this situation sorted out, but I don't have much faith that you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have much hope for it. Yeah. Um but I want my heart to be soft and I want I wanna have hope for this. And so will you just do what you want to do in it. And actually, without, this hasn't ha ever happened to me before, but then I saw the person um, not that long after that. So I hadn't really like consciously worked through anything with God. I just sort of said, here's my heart, do with something yeah. with it. I don't know what. Yeah. And when I saw them, I, I, it was completely different. I yeah. responded really differently. And I was like, now that is strange because I was like, I don't feel I've consciously worked through loads of stuff with God like I have before. But yeah. I just came to him being like, this feels oh, too me. much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This feels too much. I don't know what to do about it. I know that I don't want to be stuck in this, but I don't even know how we go about it. And, and that that was enough that Jesus was That's just so like, lovely. you know, I, essentially he could still do it. And I felt like I'd given some permission. Yeah. But I remember just, just one thing that I heard, which I really loved, which was there's no such thing as a hopeless situation, just mm. situations that people have um, lost hope about. Yeah. And I really, like, I really hang on to that, that forgiveness often feels like hopeless situations but with God there's no such thing as a hopeless situation it's just that we've grown hopeless about it but I'm so grateful that he doesn't and that's where yeah. I honestly feel like we need his help because he he sees the best in people and he doesn't grow hopeless about situations when we do and when we sit there going I've got all these emotions and I don't even where to know where to begin and I don't know how to do it and I'm just stuck in this mess of resentment and bitterness he hasn't grown hopeless about it and so mm. I, I guess we need to cry like for me I find I need to cry out to him more than ever in those times because I'm like I need your strength I need your hope I need your love because I don't have any of it for that person at all um mm. it's wonderful to know in those circumstances that he's so quick and keen to help isn't he like he just loves it that's where he's in his element like oh good they've acknowledged they need yeah. help now I can actually do something yeah absolutely <laughs> rather than them insisting that yeah. they've got this covered yeah. on their own absolutely like, he just loves that doesn't he yeah I was I was just gonna say I mean I think we could go on and on couldn't we this is such a big topic and it's nice as well to hear um different stories that people have on it so yeah. maybe if you're listening send us your stories of forgiveness yeah um yeah and your experiences of it is so good to hear but I just wanted to say that I mean I don't know what you're like Joy but I find forgiving myself 
mm. a really challenging thing. Almost, I would say, hard. Maybe that speaks to my own experience in life as well. But I find it harder in many ways than to forgive other people. So, and this is just a little teeny tiny example. But I think it's because it could get just you're so familiar sometimes with yourself of the things that you repetitively get wrong mm. that it can feel hard to forgive yourself kind because of, you could just feel so frustrated so this is just a little teeny one it came to mind but um a couple of weeks ago I, re- I had the girls all in the car and I reversed and I hit someone's car behind me oh. and not not hard and actually there was no damage and thankfully praise god he was lovely about it because I just felt horrendous because I've had a couple of other experiences mm. in life where I've reversed into someone's car and caused quite a bit of damage and I was just so like oh I've done it again Mm. do I never learn like what is wrong with me like why do I keep making the same mistakes like I thought I'd learn I thought it'd be different and obviously that's like a little trivial example and the other things feel much harder don't Mm. they maybe like in parenting and you say to yourself I'm not gonna use that word like or statement or phrase I'm not gonna steer clear of that and then you find yourself in a heated moment and you've done it again and you're so cross with yourself because you feel the stakes are actually quite high yeah like raising a little person who you love dearly who you know are listening to your words Mm. I think it's really quite challenging then to let yourself off the hook to know that like Jesus has taken responsibility for what you shouldn't have done then and and yes you've done it before and you haven't learned or it's still an issue but he's still taking responsibility for that he's he's forgiven you for that Mm. so you can forgive yourself and if you're choosing to hold it against yourself and feel angry with yourself about it or frustrated or negative towards yourself then you're rejecting his forgiveness over you and you're saying thanks very much for dying Jesus but actually this one I'm going to keep hold of I can't let this one go because yeah. I should have known better I should have done better um it's just ridiculous yeah isn't it? And we punish ourselves as though there is some sort of benefit or yeah. virtue or something in that there's nothing in that but bitterness and misery yeah um yeah but yeah so I just thought I'd throw that out there I find it really hard to like I feel like I can be really hard on myself in a way that I wouldn't be towards other people or like sometimes the things I say to myself when I'm annoyed with myself are harsher than I would Mm. say of other people yeah and why do we treat ourselves like that that's not okay is it no no it's not because I was thinking that if my child came to me and they'd done something wrong and they said sorry yeah. Then we'd mend that sort of situation. But then if they kept coming back to me and going, I'm really sorry, like in tears, like I'm really sorry, oh my goodness, I mucked it up, I shouldn't have done it. You know, after, you'd just be like, but we've, we've sorted this out. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you'd like, you, you know it, let's move on from it. And, yeah. and, I, and I also think that we, you know, we often think that we need to give God like a cool down period when we have done something wrong. Mm we need to give him time to cool down before we can come back into his presence again, because obviously we've mucked Mm -hmm. it up so badly. And I remember again hearing a preacher say he's learned that the quicker he comes back to God after repenting for doing something wrong, the better. Like he used to leave like days or weeks and then he managed to get it down to like 
a couple of days and then he managed to get it down to hours and then he's like and now yeah. I'm, now, now I'm down to minutes and seconds of yeah, just like yeah, you yeah. know the quicker I as soon as I say sorry to God you know there's that bit in one is it one John nine or like he is faithful and just and will cleanse us from all unrighteousness you mm. know you know when we say sorry um so yeah I think it's I think it's remembering that that I I have to think of it like you know, when my children come to me and thinking, well, yeah. if I'm like that with him, then yeah. my heavenly How father is more. even more so like that with me yeah. of like, Joy, I've dealt with this. I dealt with yeah. this on the cross. You've said, yeah. sorry, let's move on. And yeah. and also what blows my mind is that he forgives in a way that I'll never be able to forgive in that he almost like he completely wipes the slate clean. Um, so when I think about the people that I've had to work through forgiveness in, if they did the same thing again, multiple times, I mean, that'd be it. I mean, like, uh, I've struggled, I struggled to forgive them once. I mean, I don't even know how I'd do it if it was like multiple times the same thing. And yeah, um, I'm just being honest about that. Everyone on the podcast, um, to she make, says it, but we yeah. know she doesn't mean it entirely yeah. to make you all feel better. Um, <laughs> But like, you know, and you, and you just think, but yeah, I, the amount of times, like you were just saying, I've had to say sorry to God for exactly yeah. the, same the same thing. thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and his, he is always patient and loving. And it's always, I've dealt with this on the cross joy. Like, and so I say sorry. And I'm like, I'm going to change my behavior, God. But, but knowing that even if I don't manage to, by the next time we're back here in five minutes, like he is faithful and just, and that's not taking him for granted. That's going, I'm learning and I want to mm. try and get it right. Mm. And, but I know that when I say sorry and I really repent and I say, I'm going to try not to do this again, Jesus, that he mm. will help me. And so yeah. I think, I think again, as always, it comes back to that place of knowing, truly knowing what he's done for you when he died for you. Um, and really sitting in that like regularly. And I, and I sort of think the more you're having to forgive other people, the more you need to spend time sitting with the one who's forgiven you. Um, because it just feels impossible to be trying to forgive other people when you don't know truly what you've been forgiven from. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it does just feel impossible to do that. So I think it sort of, for me, it draws me more recently at the beginning it didn't but more recently it draws me closer to Jesus because I need his help because I'm just like this is impossible on my own I just can't do this I don't have this compassion or grace or love within me <laughs> yeah yeah I'll need some of you I know I need one. it <laughs> yeah I need it I desperately need it yeah oh I think that seems like a good closing yeah. point to you absolutely yeah um great well we hope you enjoyed that. We hope it didn't feel too heavy. I don't think it felt too heavy to us. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, and we'll be back again soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com.